philosophy is a lot like abstract mathematics. In both cases, you gain insight into a problem, even though you don't have that problem in front of you. It's like you're pre-computing some partial solutions to some task, and later, when you actually encounter that task, you say to yourself, oh, well, I actually did the solution, um, part of it anyway, and I know what the answer is to this subproblem, and I can move on. And I think this is particularly relevant today because if there are problems that we have um, that might be, you know, like on the precipice, uh, even further than that, some problems that might seem a little bit distant today might actually not be such a, you know, really distant problem tomorrow. So I think I'm willing to advocate for a lot more philosophy and I'm willing to, you know, talk about hypotheticals. I think um, in my personal experience with my peers, hypotheticals can sometimes get like a bad rap, but that's a completely different experience than like a philosophy class. Like in a philosophy class, you're like often encouraged to construct hypotheticals. And the reason is like you can't, you can't like imagine the whole universe before you engage with a problem. You have to distill it into its most pure essence. And you can, you can see that connect to, you know, pure math in just that, like, uh, that sense of, like, abstracting something into its critical essence and then describing the behaviors of those properties. So I think I'm willing to advocate for philosophy these days because there are quite a few problems that we are going to be facing as a species. And sometimes today we are met with this, like, this opposition of the form. Oh, well, your problem is too distilled. It's too abstract. It's not engaging with all of the particularities of our situation. And that makes your argument useless because it cannot be applied to our modern situation. And I think it's valid to call that line of reasoning into question because there is at least one thing that this approach does that no other approach can do, which is like, even if one day you engage with the exact same problem, you have the biases of your present moment in mind, right? When you have a problem that you're constructing completely, you know, free from the context of the world we live in, it's like a forcefully earned new perspective. By distilling it into the most pure essence, you're not tied to any particular result. 
like you don't have an agenda when you're you know making philosophical arguments necessarily it's not always completely pure in in the you know motivational motivationally pure sense but it's at least pure in the sense that you're engaging with the problem free from your particular circumstances you you have this distance from the problem that means that whatever like you're you're just like more willing to explore being unencumbered by any implications right you know that the whole like subtree might be useless or wrong or you might be missing a critical feature it might be locally right and then have some dire you know implications when it interacts with other subsystems but I think it would be like cheap maybe to say it's not about the destination it's more about the journey but I think in this case it really holds it's like you learn more about yourself and how you reason in like terms of ethics and morality when you're engaging with like philosophical stuff like that you learn a lot about yourself and like what your innermost like thoughts are telling you so i think in a lot of circumstances we should embrace this like feeling of thinking ahead and thinking in the abstract because if we don't we permanently lose out on a different perspective that we might have had if we had previously tackled that problem.